If you're an adventurer, there's one place that you absolutely have to shop. There is, because there's this place called Mototomic, and they have the gas can hoodie, which when you put it on, it feels like a hug. And if you're a true adventure rider, you know that some days don't go as planned and you need a hug. But not only the gas can hoodie, Mototomic has other things too. Like what, Cappy? Like beanies, cups, stickers, t-shirts, and probably my favorite dry bag. That orange dry bag is badass. It is. Mototomic.com. Link in the description. So, Chappie, I got a confession to make. Confess to me. I've been talking to our buddy from B-Moto, Paco Pete. You know B-Moto, that shop that does really cool stuff like... Off-road performance engines and suspensions. They even can Cerakote with ceramic finishes. So the outside is just as strong as the inside. Which is awesome and brings me to my confession, Cody Proof Certification. Because Paco Pete told me they're going to take care of my engine and Cody Proof it. That's something that not too many places can say. No, definitely not. I would just suggest go over to bmoto.com and check it out. They've got some pictures of what they do. Bootiche.com. Link in the description of the podcast. Yes, because it's hard to spell, but they do good work. Hello and welcome to another episode of Throttled Adventures. Quick disclaimer, uh, this episode may or may not be edited at all because of time constraints. Uh, Cody and I have had very busy schedules lately and uh, it was either not put out an episode or, you know, record one and maybe just like throw it up. Stupid jobs. Yeah, so... uh, uh, Quick warning, uh, if you are wearing earbuds and whatnot, you might want to use a lower volume just, you know, because... Just in case, Cody pops a Red Bull. Yeah, so this is a raw, unedited, uh, quickly trying to get it out. It is Wednesday. Um, Hopefully the patrons will get this within an hour or so. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Almost live. Yeah, everybody else will get it like uh, within... A couple of days, so it'll still should be up Friday morning. Yes, 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 yes. yes. So our topic today is uh, tips for somebody that's you know going on the their first trip or you know travel. Hopefully, uh, people have gotten out riding already. Uh, if you have, I'm jealous because I have not been able to yet. Me too. Yeah. Um, But uh, if you have not, uh, maybe this is good timing. And if you haven't done a trip, uh, hopefully this will help. Most definitely. It's a great topic. We all started there someday. Yes. Um, In fact, it's been so long, I feel like I'm going to be starting over again. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, same. I I did that one trip with Frank uh, up to New Hampshire last year. Um, Did not do a whole lot of riding last year. I mean, it did some, but not as much as I, I like. Yes. You know, I don't think I rode understand. the Honda much at all. Don't know when you're listening, but as of uh, recording, I'm still looking at snow out my windows. So, yes. Uh, quick, uh, uh, I'm sure everybody's seen the news. Uh, we would like to pass our condolences to uh, Jess and Greg over at Go Roughly. Most definitely. Um, breaks my heart uh, yes that was heartbreaking um moxie so. has uh moved on and hopefully is running around with with luna my daughters that went shortly after yes yes it's been uh a very sad uh week here so yep so now it's time to start over Put on the smiley face, get on the bike if you can. Yeah. Alrighty. So jumping right in, uh, I would suggest uh, for those of you like me that like to plan, uh, now is probably a good time to start figuring out your route. Um, there's, if you have yourself like a TomTom or a Garmin, sometimes you can go onto their websites and you can look at 
the maps and like download whatever route you want onto your GPS device. If you do not have something like that, uh, Butler maps have good maps for, uh, great, you know, riding areas. Um, my favorites river right now. Yeah. River is a good, a good one. They have, uh, they actually have maps that other riders upload. So, um, yep. Riders upload. They have, you can have access to, uh, Butler maps, road and off road, uh, maps. I mean, that is a paid subscription. I'm not trying yes. to trick anybody, but that that's currently my favorite, but there's, there's a lot of others. too. Yeah. Well, the nice thing with river is if you go to a bike show or something like that, um, a lot of times you can get a free year of pro. So there's a good tip. Make your August. first trip to a bike show and get a river subscription free. Yeah. But yeah. So you can use, there's, there's all kinds of, I mean, Google maps, uh, ways, you know, there's all, all those kinds of things. Sit down yeah. at the computer and figure out your, your route. Even though I don't, uh, like the Facebook, uh, if, if you're going in your area, there's a lot of times you can find like motorcycle groups or things that will, you know, where people can give you suggestions. Absolutely. Uh, a buddy can give you, you know, the route they did last year that was epic, stuff like that. Right. Um, assuming you're going to go camping, um, you want to make sure that you have all of your camping gear and it fits on the bike. You don't do that the day before? No. Uh, it, generally, it's good idea to do it in advance. I agree. Make sure you have everything you need. Um, if you're looking for ideas on what to bring, there are, are other episodes that we've done on camping, our Camping 101 and 201 series. Yes. Uh, those are a good listen. They do well as far as uh, downloads and stuff, too. They're pretty popular. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, before I forget, we're kind of at that stage here. I would say I would say it's mandatory, but we don't always do it. But uh, A shakedown ride with all your stuff on before you take off on your trip. Yes. Because you, you want to find out that that one bungee or that one strap or, you know, yada, yada is not holding something on. Right. On your trip. So even if it's just, you know, somewhere close, just ride around with your newly added <laughs> weight and such. Before Plus you go. It, it gives you an idea of what you're going to be handling in a long trip. Because you don't want to find out four hours into the ride that, you know, the bike is lopsided funny. Yeah. <laughs> or the kickstand can't hold your bike anymore. <laughs> mm. Oh, that would be severely overloaded. Yes. I think I've been close though before. <laughs> been close yeah. to being overloaded. Oh, You're yeah. always overloaded. Uh, yeah. I'm always pushing the limits. <laughs> overloaded. You could give, uh, Tim and Marissa, a run for the overloaded champion. Yeah, I know. One up. They're yeah, two one up. up overloaded. I bet you your bike weighs just as much as their two up overloaded. It probably does. <laughs> um, yes, I've, uh, when I started, I packed everything, you know, the kitchen sink, and I used like a third, maybe even a quarter of what we brought. Um, in your defense, I would say that everybody I know that motorcycle camps is guilty of the same thing. And most of us have heard it before we leave. Yeah. Don't take so much crap, but that's how we learn, you know, and I start taking things out when I get home and make a note that I never touched it in three days or six days, however long and out it goes, you know? Yeah, I mean, I I brought extra straps and stuff and stuff that, like, I just never touched. Yeah. Um, make sure I would bring, like, snacks 
make sure you have snacks for traveling because accessible. Yeah, well, I mean, you might take a break and there might not be a gas station or somewhere where you can stop and grab something. Um, usually, if you buy that kind of stuff at the grocery store, it's a lot cheaper anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, if you get remote at all, I mean, it doesn't have to be real far, but right. things get more expensive. Gas gets more expensive, uh, snacks, whatever. Yeah, we usually grab for the uh, convenience factor, some right? like granola bars or something like that. Something that, like, if you're feeling a little hangry, yeah, because nothing sucks more than being hangry and having your significant other on the vehicle with oh, you. Oh no, you start arguing, and it's not a not a good thing. Nope, not good at all. No. Greg, uh, Greg, and Jess. Speaking of them, Greg keeps uh, on his bike. He keeps some Jess treats. So when she, <laughs> so when she gets angry, which is a great idea actually. And I was, I was yes. grateful in Canada because he gave me a, a granola bar or something, you know, to that effect. And I was, my blood sugar was a little low, so I was getting, I was trying not to be ornery, but uh, I think he could tell here. You need some. You need some. Cody, would you like a granola bar? How would you like that? You know, just thought it would be nice to offer you, (laughs) but it was kind of in a mandatory way. Here, eat this. (laughs) Cody had some Scooby snacks. Yeah, Scooby snacks. I'll do it for two Scooby snacks. I'm graduating from you hold the camera and I'll do it to trying to be now I'll videotape it if you do it. <laughs> That's the old trying. Thing I get. Yeah, I'm trying to. That's funny. Um if you're going on your first trip too, um you could take a buddy. Or you could not take a buddy, depending on, you know, how you feel about people. It's just uh you know, most of us grew up with the uh, safety and numbers stuff. Yeah. When we started finding out all the things that were happening in the world. Yeah. It's, uh, make going sure you get along. So it, it's just nice. Uh, you know, we've talked about it in other episodes. Sometimes it's nice to have somebody to share with and talk about the trip along the way. Yep. And, and sometimes you just need to get away, you know, but for your first time, I don't know. I, I went really close to home my first time, and I went alone, but I was close enough I could call somebody and say, hey, come pick me up, or, you know, I forgot my tent, or whatever. <laughs> hey, we're going camping. Shit, didn't bring a tent. That doesn't usually happen. Usually I have Looks two like or you're three. cowboy camping. <laughs> I got a bivy, a tent, <laughs> a tarp, <laughs> a hammock. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And don't a don't shed. count on a hammock working unless you know you're going to have trees. Because they are glorious to sleep in or, or just rest in. But I love hammocks. Many so times comfy. I've been camping and, and was just ended up not around trees. Yeah. Yeah, don't go to Arizona and expect to uh, hammock camp. You don't want to tie it around a cactus? I don't think I don't think you can. Yeah, it's probably illegal, first of all. And yes. second of all, it's just stupid. <laughs> well, not just that. I mean, I don't know if I would want to. I don't know if I would want a hammock sleep in Arizona with all them critters they got. You don't want to be the dinner? Desert? Huh? You don't want to be dinner? No, I mean, like, you know, tarantulas and black widows and scorpions. and <laughs> We got all those out here. You got them too? Well, no scorpions, but tarantulas, yeah. The problem with tarantulas, I'd lived here my whole life. We started riding dirt bikes. You know, I was like 42, 43 with my son-in-law. Never seen a tarantula they stay out of the in city. Utah. And and then we saw one. And you know what happens? As soon as you see one, you the see whole rest of the ride, all I could see, I could see it. And 
Yes, some of them were real, okay, but I was probably seeing bushes that I thought were freaking tarantulas. But it's like as soon as you see one, you know, it's kind of like when you buy a bike or a car, you notice everybody else that has one as they go by. But, yeah, those things, when spiders become the size of my fist, kind of freaks me out, too. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, Plan on on some... uh, some weather that is not in the forecast. Oh, absolutely. On every trip, your first and your second to last, whatever. Well, even if it's in the forecast plan and it not being exactly the way they forecasted it either. Yeah. they're Man, if you could have a job where you could be wrong that often and still keep your job. Holy, sh- holy cow. Baseball player. <laughs> yeah. Swing for the fences, baby. Yep, and only connect once every four times. Yep. Um, every uh, every stop, probably, uh, uh, I, I take like a little digital uh, meter for the tire pressure. Hmm. And, you know, just, just check things. Look at your chain. Do the walk around, um, especially on your first few trips especially if it's a newer bike to you or whatever, you haven't been riding it much. Just make, you know, make sure like the antifreeze hose isn't just pissing onto the ground. You have no coolant. Right. Uh, just take, just take a minute to look the bike over before you. And speaking of tire pressures, um, most of the time your tire pressures with just you in the bike are different from you in the bike fully loaded. Yeah. Usually your tire pressures when you're fully loaded are a little bit higher. Yes. It's like on the truck. It says max with max load. Do this PSI. Yeah. Yes. It might be uh, my BMW. um, It's supposed to be like 36. And then when I've got, you know, passenger or fully loaded, it's supposed to be like 42. Uh huh. I just roll twenty seven all the time. It's a good number. Whatever. (laughs) But if you're on the road, that's bad gas mileage. Yeah, it also tends if you're wearing if you're doing knobbies and you have lower pressure, it definitely wears out the uh, middle a lot. Well, it also does it with uh, you know just a regular road tire. They're going to wear out quicker. Proper tire inflation. I mean, if you're off-road, that's different. But you still, um, especially with the bigger adventure bikes. Oh, yeah. You, you don't want to air down to like 12, 15 because you've got a 500-pound bike. That you're going to smash that rim. Yeah. That, so. That's only like in an emergency situation, and then you air back up right away. Yeah. Well, I mean. Like if you're down in a valley, you just can't get the hell back up either side the way you came or the way you're going you can air down a little bit when you get to the top of the hill air back up hmm. because you crash a rim that's probably going to be a trip trip ender i'm thinking yeah you're I mean, walking unless you're carrying a spare rim with you which you know on my first trip wouldn't i wouldn't have put it past me <laughs> <laughs> I almost had a tire on each pannier and <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's it's funny because it's true. I mean, I think we're all guilty of packing. I mean, you'd rather be out somewhere and have have what you need than maybe a little extra than not enough. But we learn as we go that what's useful and what's not. Right. Uh GPS things, cell phones, uh spot devices or Garmin satellite communicators are nice. Um, Very useful. A lot of places you might have service the whole trip, which is cool. Um, Also, you can look at some of the campsites if you are going to pick a camp spot and book it. And if you're a hotel and you can can do the same thing. Yeah, you can check to see if they got Wi-Fi, if they have service, people leave reviews and stuff. So, um Tell somebody where you're going and kind of a time frame when you expect. Also, plan on a little bit longer, longer than a car. Yeah, I was going to say a little bit longer. 
I was going to say double the time. Almost double. Yeah. um, 250, 300 miles is a good long day in the saddle on a bike. Yeah. Yeah. 250, 300 miles is like a four-hour ride in a car. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's easy to overlook. I mean, things that don't even come into play in a in a car or truck like if you've got headwind or sidewind gusts or a little bit of rain or cold or hot like when you're on the bike you're in whatever you're in so yes sometimes it's smooth sailing and sometimes you think it's going to be and then it's not hence uh i would invest in some some rain gear and not skimp too much on it. No. Chappie can attest to that. I think Tim Card just told us a little story about it. Yeah. I mean, if your gear is not rainproof, um, I would make sure you have a good set of gear. And uh, you definitely want to make sure your boots come up past your ankles. <laughs> Why is that, Chappie? Well, because, you know, the first trip I went on, I had my little Alpine Stars, you know, ankle-high boots. and Well, when you're sitting down, you got your (laughs) knees bent, your pants come up to about the top of the boot, and the water went right over the lip of the boot. Yeah. How water finds a damn way in. I could stand in a puddle in those boots and not (laughs) get wet feet, but... But you know, sitting like you were. 30 minutes down the road, I had to stand up because my legs was starting to cramp because it was getting cold and starting to get muscle cramps. Stand up to, you know, work it out. and Oh, squish, squish. Oh, shit, my <laughs> boots are soaked. <laughs> Definitely. Yep. Pro what tip, uh, if you have wet boots, you can always put like sandwich bags or something like that around your feet so your feet don't get wet if you got to put them back on yeah done that i've even worn yeah. a garbage bag depending on the side of your feet size size side size of your feet um it could be garbage bag <laughs> yeah especially no, like shack i came home <laughs> from uh moab and was in the worst storm that we had had in 10 years, I think they said. And man, was this I stopped a hail at the gas station. It was hail and rain and wind was blowing semis over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not bombing the 701, but uh, this nice lady at a gas station. It's like, man, you look like you're getting soaked. I'm like, do you have any ponchos or, you know, just those emergency anything she goes back she got one of those like hefty you know the black ones that you clean your leaves up and stuff with yeah. the big ones. she let me cut a hole in that i mean i looked like an idiot but it kept it kept a lot of me dry <laughs> it was noisy as hell but yeah <laughs> yeah but uh you know that was due to a little bit of poor planning or just bad luck i mean probably a little both yeah yeah, what do you mean poor planning? You have to plan to have poor planning. Well, my dad always asks when he watches my videos, he says, did you even check the weather? And yes, that is one thing I always do. I check it the day, you know, like before, and then I check it at night, and then I check it in the morning again because it can change. Mm-hmm. And try and stay ahead of the rain or snow or wind. There's a really good app if you end up in windy, flat areas, kind of in the middle of the country seems to be flat and windy, I guess. Um, But I think it's called Winds. Uh, It's just an app, and it shows you, like, it'll tell you the gusts and the regular mile per hour. And it's it's pretty damn accurate. It's lifetime, too. (laughs) But that doesn't help. Uh, that doesn't help your stamina or your gas mileage when you're in the wind. No. No, and fighting that kind of stuff it gets tiring. 
Yes. And if you're going up in elevation, like you're going up, you know, it's some cold. mountain or something, it gets it gets cold pretty quick. It can drop ten degrees like real fast. So Yeah. I, I've said it many, many times. Fifty miles an hour at fifty degrees is the same as standing in thirty two degrees. So it's freezing with the wind chill. So add rain to that and it's cold. Yes. So anything below 50, you're, you're really, you're cold. So true. some kind of sort of windbreaker. Um, and this again goes back to another one of our conversations, uh, layers. Yeah. Layers are great. Layers is important. If, um, if your gear is waterproof, it's most likely windproof once you close all your zippers. So your outer shell stops the wind. Having a layer underneath that insulates that cold yeah. shell. If keeps you that, have a keeps rain warmth in a little bit, yeah. If you have a let's say a textile style jacket, um, having a outer layer windbreaker, the the windbreakers that go inside those types of jackets really don't help keep you warm. No. And my wife and I both have these ones. Um, can't remember Olympia. I think they are. Yep. nice jacket, but the, the rain thing can go inside, but the guy told us it can also go outside. Yes. Um, I remembered too late when Amber and I were coming into Idaho. And so we had them inside, which did keep our bodies dry, but yes. then the next day, man, our coats, we had to get a hotel. Our coats were soaked. And heavy. And heavy and cold. Yep. Well, the, the problem with the inside is having it inside, the cold hits that, and then that's up against you. Yeah. So the it's you're not insulating. Yep. So... I got over Karen. If I look like a dork, I'm going to wear it on the outside. Like, Keep the coat dry. I mean, yeah. Talk well, about nice. adding weight and cold. Well, another nice thing about those is um, the Olympia one. You can take the rain liner out and put it outside the coat. And then yeah. they've got the insulation layer that can go inside the coat. Yep. So now you've got like a three layer jacket. Yeah. It's pretty nice. I mean, we've had them since we since I got my first bike on the Shadow 600. And we just grabbed those because we could afford them. And they had some protection and some waterproofness. And, I mean, are they the best jacket in the world? No. But we're talking five years later, and we, we ride quite often. So Yeah, I tell you, I, I was looking at those because they're vented. Yeah, that's so like on the hot days, you know, they, they flow a lot of air and they also have the inner, inner pieces. So, cause if you don't have any shade and you're on a trip too, 90 degree, 90 degrees can, uh, you can start cooking, like literally <laughs> feel like you're in the microwave. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> huge shout out to the guys in discord. They've been having this discussion, uh, last couple of weeks, the Alpine stars, Andy's dry star which is uh alpine stars version of gore-tex um you get the same protection from the water without having to pay the gore-tex price um i have a set of that as well hmm. and I, I say they they are nice and they do well in the cold weather i mean i haven't ridden in freezing temperatures because i just won't you're smart. I have, but my fingers still hurt from years ago. But they do a good job of blocking the air, and with the liner inside, um, it is warmer. And then if you add a sweatshirt on top of that, it gets rather toasty in there. A sweatshirt? You mean a gas can hoodie? Of that too. Oh yeah, baby. Oh yeah. Yes. Pay uh, those bills. This this was before <laughs> gas can. Yeah, before gas can. I have not tried that actual stuff. Uh, I've tried 
many a Gore-Tex. I do like Gore-Tex. Um, and I am looking forward this year to trying the, I think it's called Event that Moscow does. Oh, yeah. That's nice jacket. be a little bit more breathable than Gore-Tex. As a matter of fact, mine is doing a spin in the washer and dryer right now. All right. Yeah. It's so much more comfortable after that. Yeah. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I was a little nervous, but then I looked at the tag and it said, wash, wash me, me often. often. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I did not, because it's new and I haven't worn it, I did not put any soap. So just in the warm water and uh, very light tumble dry. And swish, I'm hoping swish, that it's going to be as pliable as my used jacket. It'll be close. Probably not quite as pliable. You're used to be better than what it was new. Use. Yeah, definitely. It definitely makes it, you know, less rigid. Yes. Speaking of official luggage of throttled adventures is the Moscow Moto. Thank you very much, Pete. Yes. And thank you, John, for telling me it could never happen. Um, yes, uh, your luggage, uh, you want to make sure that it fits securely yes. before you attempt to travel with it. As Cody yes. said, attach it and do a uh, practice run uh, with yep. all of your luggage. Hit some speed bumps or whatever, some dips. Yeah. I make sure that, because the last thing you want is a pannier coming into your back wheel or your chain or, <laughs> you know. It doesn't happen often, but it only has to happen once to ruin your day. Or, yeah, or ruin your pannier. Yeah. Or something with your bike or hurt you because you fell. Yep. And uh, I've been at a place and, and the guy had just soft luggage on kind of a, kind of like your bike, like the 300, hmm? 250L or whatever. Um and just had some small, like, wolfman-type bags, but he, he forgot to strap it, or it came undone. And it was kind of a race, so right at the start, man, it caught in his chain. It just threw him off the bike. So we oh. had to pass that first thing, and I was like, the rest of the day, I was, like, super like nervous and timid, which is not good when you're doing kind of challenging riding. You're supposed to attack it, not be scared of everything but when you see something like that right in front of your face it, it kind of wakes you up like uh-huh. <laughs> uh why wouldn't he take the luggage off yeah he had snacks i don't know i mean it wasn't uh, big luggage it was just like a little so triangle. It like a, uh it was like a day i think oh i have so like a tail bag or something well they, they kind of they're for dirt bikes really they call it a day hiker or a day something so uh so along the lines yeah. of like uh our 10 yeah the yeah. reckless 10 yeah it's just a little reckless thing to hold a little bit of stuff but yeah yeah i was thinking I mean, about getting strap coming loose strap coming loose if you're in a hurry or or whatever i was thinking about getting a reckless 10 for the honda that'd be cool so i mean it's it would be there on the bike and that's great because you know how many times I like I'm just gonna go run an errand or pick up you know some Red Bulls or some something for dinner or whatever, and I look at the bike and I look at the truck and the bike's not got luggage on it, and I'm like, know how I'm gonna get the wife's wine box home or whatever, you know? So it's wine nice box. to have it's nice to have something, whatever you know, whatever oh, it you is. You just told everybody you drink boxed wine. I don't. I hate. <laughs> I don't. I hate wine. You hate wine. I do. There's I a lot of it when my in wife country. drinks wine. It just remind. It smells like people's feet to me. Ever since I saw people stomping on the grapes, it really. I mean, to eat your own people, but I do not drink wine, and I don't. You taste the toe I jam. I don't. Yeah. Ugh. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it, <laughs> no. I'd rather drink Nyquil than that. Yes. Yuck. I would not drink the new Boston Tea Party. Boston Tea Party? Yeah, there's a new tea party going on in America. It's Budweiser. Oh. Yeah. Unfortunately, Corona's on their list, too. That's 
That's the only one I like when I'm on vacation. I might have a Corona. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't agree with everybody freaking out about that. I, I mean, I love it because it shows that some people just you can vote with your dollar, people. If you don't like something, you don't spend your money. Yeah, I'm not saying I disagree with lifestyles to each their own. I mean, motorcycle camping and stuff is all about freedom and be yourself. And the other thing, though, is mostly most of the motorcycle riding adventure type people I've met don't go out of their way to bother other people either. You know, no, they kind of just want to just enjoy life, man. There's so much stress with work and family and all this stuff. It should just be fun. Mm. Fun-ish. I mean, fun comes in different forms, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you take a wrong turn and you're working harder than uh, than you than you need to be, which oh, you yeah. should turn around at if you can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe your first trip, you know, make it an easier one, right? Either on oh, road yeah. or off road, like you don't have to. You don't have to do the iron butt your first time out, right? Oh, no. I mean, that's you want to make it so that you That's enjoy a hell of it. a day. It is. It's a lot of miles. I mean, maybe on one of those big Goldwing or Harley, like, things made for big miles. Mm. But still, just sitting in the seat that long, man, sitting in the saddle that many miles. Some people love it not knocking it but yeah it's not make that my first trip because i'd probably never do another trip after that (laughs) well i don't think i would ever want to do an iron butt anyway i mean you can't really move around on a bike like you can in your your car you know yeah i mean reposition you can reposition a little bit but you're not uh yeah move your legs around it's not it's not the same on a bike yeah i mean and i'm not 20 anymore either you know (sighs) thanks for reminding me yeah, every year it seems a little uh, a little tougher in certain areas, but mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think just have fun on your first trip. Be safe. Check your bike. Check your gear. Absolutely. And you know, wheelie it around with your luggage on or whatever your test ride is. <laughs> Most right. of us aren't wheeling on adventure bikes on yes. purpose, anyway. I, I I learned how to wheelie at a stoplight once. First time I was out on the 701 fully loaded and light turned green and I hit the throttle and up came the wheel and out came the poop. (laughs) (laughs) I tried to play it off, you know, because there's probably a girl in a car next to me or something trying to act like I meant to do it. But inside I was like, oh, what the hell? That's all right. off the clutch. It's all right. If her window was open, she smelled it. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Did I just pass Taco Bell? Because it smells like yuck. (laughs) It smells like yuck. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that was good. Also, maybe uh, uh, if you have the time, plan a half day or, or even an extra day of just whatever. Just in case you hit wind or or rain or or you find the most beautiful view that you've ever seen in your life, which does happen. And you yes. want to spend a half hour there or something. Yeah. And um, I can't stress enough, um, leaving enough time to enjoy the ride. Um, yeah. it's not about getting to the destination. It's about traveling to the destination. So, um, if you're, Hey, if you're taking your bike because you got to go, you know, to wherever and you want to take the highway, take the highway. But if you've got the time, uh, taking the, the back way and the, the, the twisty way, and yeah, it's, you're going to yeah. see more and enjoy more experience more. Yeah. Um, if I'm going to take the highway, say from my house to Maryland, which is like six hours, I'm taking a car. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just highway miles 
I mean, I'll do them, but they're not my idea. So much of fun when you start adding. Right. Four, five, ten hours, you know. Oof. Agreed. Not good for ADD people. ADHD or whatever it is. Yeah. If you ever see, you know, ride by some idiot in Utah and he's like on a motorcycle acting like he's pedaling a bike and his legs are going. Yeah, that's probably me. Hmm. <laughs> I get a little bored. After, good to know. After 300 miles or so. <laughs> Plus, I might be just trying to get blood through my legs. <laughs> Could be too. And take some pictures on your trip too. First trip, you're going to want to remember it. Yeah, I always forget that. Me too. I mean, life has a way of just. Me too, says the guy that's got a camera attached to his chin. (laughs) Yeah. You know, when it records, when I go in the gas station. GoPro, stop recording. GoPro, stop recording. Put it on the mirror. Come back. Why is my SD card full? Oh, I've got some hell? good footage of people checking my bike out over the years. <laughs> they don't know the camera's going. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, take some pictures, you know, enjoy the memories. Start getting tired, get off. Take get a break. Off. Take a break. Yes, if you fall asleep on the motorcycle, you will touch the ground. Yes, you will. <laughs> Definitely. In all the wrong spots, I'm sure. Yeah. And you might do it before you hit the rumble strip. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. So, uh, at this time, we like to say you can use the discount code THROTTLEADV to head on over to Motor Timec, grab yourself a dry bag to keep your stuff dry. And it's good for traveling because it comes with straps and it straps down onto the motorcycle. I love that touch. I really do. Yeah. When I got that and saw those, I mean, I was like, that that was cool. Yeah. And the 40 liter loads from the side. So when you strap it down, you can open the top and the stuff's right there. Um, It rolls down. It's got a... Uh, air valve so you can compress all the air out it is so awesome i love that thing i second it and you can it'll fit yourself a dry can hoodie or yeah dry can a gas can hoodie yeah it'll fit like 20 of those in there probably yeah (laughs) the 10 liter bag is a nice touch as well definitely is it does not load from the side it is uh, traditional dry bag, uh, like telescopic or tubular, I should say. Yeah. It loads on the end. It's pretty great. Um, a lot of times I'll use that to keep my, like, if I'm packing meals or mm. or food or anything, or even my kitchen set, just yeah, so it's, it's all in one little bag. And it expands as you get more food or if you eat, you know, you can, I love roll it. Roll it up. Yep. And, uh, they're easy to keep track of because they're orange. Yes, even I haven't lost mine. How about that? That's yeah. a miracle. Well. I wanted a camel one, but that would have been stupid. You you only lost them because the daughters have used them. <laughs> you will lose them that them. way. I found out they're good for waterboarding. They're good for trips to a beach. They're good for a trip uh-huh. to Disneyland. It doesn't matter. Your yes. kids and family will find use for your dry bags <laughs> absolutely also a great place to start if it's your first trip head on yeah, over use the same code at yeah. uh, moto camp nerd yes uh, moto camp nerd is a shop specifically designed for the moto camper ben and mary have been moto camping for quite a while um i can't think off the top of my head how long he said he's been doing it, but it's it's more than just a couple years. So, yeah. I mean, he's been doing it for 10 plus, I would say. And uh, they have experience and they carry stuff 
for the moto cycle camper you know with the your needs in mind yeah. so size weight compactability yes. quality all that stuff and quality yep yes so anything that you think you could need he has it i'm sure of it and they're always getting new stuff so check back often yeah he's kind of like santa claus geez shopping list gets longer and longer yes <laughs> it's good stuff and then you can fit it all of course you could fit it all should you choose you could fit it all into some moscow moto stuff but do what you want to do. Do what you want to do. Do what you want to do. But just know they are the official luggage of Throttle Adventures because Cody and I both use them. Um, it, it's not something that we came to lightly. Uh, no. It definitely is our favorite and go to. Most uh, definitely. And for the quality and used and abused. Yes. And uh, I think we're going to. Use our newfound friendship with Moscow, and uh, we're going to try and get one of their uh, designers on here this summer, so we yes. can get the inside workings and find out, you know, what goes into it and what kind of torture testing they do. Because you know, everybody that works at Moscow rides actually rides, so like they torture test this stuff constantly and it's like what could make this better well who do you want making that decision more than somebody that's actually going out and riding the same way you do yeah and i've seen pete he rides even more aggressive than i do <laughs> oh yeah did you see his nasty wipeout going down the the dune i haven't seen it yet no oh it's been Thankfully, weird he's I've, okay. been, I've been absent from well i mean we're recording this way late your time on wednesday it's coming yes. out coming out hopefully in half hour <laughs> yeah. and uh man i've been off social media and everything because i've been so busy that's and probably a good thing it's a good thing and it's and it's weird too it's just uh i went from nothing to, to busy so mm. but the sun's out i'm hoping you all get to ride if this is your first trip have fun i mean We've seen it all. I've seen a guy with a garbage sack strapped on the back with a tin in it. And my hat's off to him because he, he just went and did it. That's yeah. Just decided he wanted to do it and let's give it a try. And that's the spirit. That's, you know, you're never going to go on your first trip if you don't go on your first trip. So right, do it. Yes. And if you have a need to get that bike ready to do it, Reach out to our friends over at Bmoto, uh, bootyche.com. Links to all this stuff in the description. Um, Paul and Pete will take good care of you over there. Yes, yes, they Which will. Reminds me, I still need to reach out and find out what's going on with my parts. Well, you haven't asked him to handle I have parts not, yet. I have not asked yet. I just he's waiting. Crazy. I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I told everybody, I would keep everybody updated on the whole house situation. Uh, the landlord has evicted everybody except for us from the building. Oh, yes. And, uh, she's attempting to put it up for sale. What'd you do? So, Say hell no, we won't go. No, it's just, we pay our bills. So she are actually us. good tenants. <laughs> yeah. She thinks that's a selling point. So. But we're not guaranteed that the new people coming in are going to want us. So uh, I've been trying to clean up and make the motorcycle stuff not look like it's all over the place. Because <laughs> <laughs> anybody that's got a motorcycle knows that you don't have just one jacket or one helmet or one boot. You got like multiples. Yes. Um, so, so I think I've got like four pairs of motorcycle boots. I mean, they're all different, and they all serve a different purpose. Yeah, um, but they, just like uh, they different don't, motorcycles, they don't store well. You know, like trying to put them in the closet. That you know, I don't have can, any closets. That's, you can smash shoes together and I stuff and make have room. Closets. That's the thing. So it, it makes it even worse. Put them so. under the couch. <laughs> I can't do that either. Yeah, yeah and then until you go to ride big. and forget where you put them. <laughs> yeah, my boots are too big. 
but yeah, so we're trying to clean up, make everything look respectable. So the, you know, somebody comes in, they don't say, oh, this guy's got too much shit. Way to fool them. Way to fool them. <laughs> or whatever, you know, hopefully they don't listen to the podcast. Yeah. Well, if they see, <laughs> yeah, she's neighbor. been bringing realtors through. She's looking to put it up and she wants to sell quickly. So we shall see what happens. Uh, we're still working with the bank trying to figure out where we are in the process. So, well, Cody's good luck. been busy. Yeah. Um, it's figures because the realtor she had in here last week uh, saw the podcast set up and was all excited and everything. And um, I think they were, they would have been nice to work with because knowing that I podcast probably would have said, you know, like, oh, you're podcasting. We'll schedule it for a different day type of thing. But wow. who knows? She's got another realtor coming in tomorrow, but we're not going to be home. So got to make sure I take all my money and hide it. <laughs> yeah, I tried that. It's not very hard to hide a quarter. That hard to hide what? A quarter? Uh, a quarter. <laughs> so it's harder to hide two because they clink together. <laughs> right. All righty. So this should be up on Patreon in about a half hour. Uh, thank you all for listening. Zippity doo dah, get out and play. And until next time, wrap yourself into the future, baby. Yes. Come on, warm weather. Come on. Yeah, how about it? Have fun on your first trip. Tell us about it. Yes. Join Discord. 